relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. We are in a war. A war not just for the culture and our nation, but a war for Western civilization. And it is easy to sometimes lose heart because the other side, well, they have a plan and they've been executing it since about the 1920s. Conservatives really didn't understand what was going on. Let them capture the culture, the media, and most of the arms of government, including the permanent bureaucracy. But it's okay. There are moments where we find a star in the sky, a jewel in the sand that lets us realize that as long as there are patriots out there who love our civilization, things will be okay. Here's a clip from, well, a young lady who represents all that is wholesome about this nation. Play cut. This nation saved the world from global catastrophe three times in the 20th century. This nation has grown to treat racial, ethnic, and religious minorities with equality and respect compared to other places and times on earth. This is the nation where people are not constrained by their gender, religion, or class, but can work to achieve a better life. In this nation, we can criticize our government, secure in the knowledge that we will rise the next morning and our country will still respect our rights. We view these things to be our birthright, our permanent and guaranteed condition, but they are not. They exist only because past generations have sacrificed to secure and maintain them. And to our discredit, we have used these blessings not to strengthen our country, but to tear it down. That is a speech given at Harvard by a graduate of Harvard, somebody who graduated cum laude, and is an example of what speaking the truth looks like. There's a good reason for why it went viral, and there's also a good reason why people like me need to watch our backs now as national radio hosts. Why? Because that person, Julie Hartman, is now a co-host and a, coast in, a, co- a host in her own right of her own show and with us here on the Salem News Channel. Julie, it's been hard to get you on the show, but welcome to One on One. It has been hard, but here we are. Thank you so much, Seb. I'm very honored by your introduction. All right. Well, we, we don't give up. We get our man sooner or later or our woman, and we believe there is a difference between those things. They are not negotiable. Uh, hashtag chromosomes matter. Uh, let me just tell you a little. The, the formal, let's do the credentialing. Uh, Julie is still in her early 20s. She has a live show with I may be a cradle Catholic, but I call him my rabbi. He is Dennis Prager. It is called Dennis and Julie. They do strange things like debate about the number of almonds in a cup. I don't know why, but we'll get to that momentarily. And she has her own YouTube live show called Timeless with Julie Hartman. You can follow her on Instagram at Julie with an E on the end, Julie R. Hartman. Julie, um, that's just your credentials. That's just what's on your business card if you had one. Uh, Where do you hail from? And why did you give that incredible speech? I hail from Los Angeles, and it indeed is hailing right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit worried for this radio interview that you can hear the rain uh, falling uh, on my roof. It has been just crazy to see what's happened to Los Angeles with this storm over the past few days. But with regard to that senior speech, so at Harvard, uh, there are 12 upperclassmen houses that sophomores, juniors, and seniors live in. And when you become a senior, in the month of May, right before your graduation, the deans of each house select one person to deliver a speech in the Memorial Chapel at Harvard. It's just a five minute speech that you give during the morning prayer service. And they said that you can talk about anything. 
So the the speech happens at eight o'clock in the morning. So the dirty little secret is that almost no one applies to give the speech. So I was the one from maybe there were more, but I was one of the few from my house who applied. My deans chose me and I bet they were a bit shocked when I gave a speech about American exceptionalism and Western civilization, because usually the speeches are not of that character. But what happened? Hang on, stop there for a second. Uh, What character are they of usually? Is it about global warming and uh, transgender rights? It varies. I mean, some of them are personal reflections about students' time at Harvard or uh, things that have happened to them throughout their lives. But yes, of course, I would say about 50% pertain to those uh, woke political issues. I was, the, I think, uh, the two or three before me, someone delivered it on slavery. All right. And then you delivered the speech. The video was posted. It went viral. And then what happened, Julie? (laughs) Well, I got a lot of really nice responses from people in the public. They were so gracious reaching out to me. And I I couldn't believe that it went as viral as it did. But it shows that, you know, people there, there are a lot more people out there who believe this than we think, which is good news. And you know, I'm lucky that I work at Salem and, and I have this platform to espouse my beliefs and I get paid to do it. But some of our fellow Americans are not so lucky. If they said what I said in that speech, they would get fired from their jobs or they would lose relationships with family and friends. So I'm trying to be a voice for the voiceless, Seb, which is what the left always says that they want to be. But we conservatives are actually doing that. Yeah, we actually are. There's... um. I ended up in a hospital on vacation um, about three years ago, very suddenly, and I had a procedure done, but I had to wait in the hospital for about two days to get into an OR, and there's a story I tell, and it's, it's, it's kind of a focus for my radio show every day. Uh, a nurse looked after me very competently, didn't say anything, just brought in my meals and just asked me how I was, and then just before I w- went into surgery... Out of the blue, she said to me, Dr. Gorka, never stop doing what you do because you are a voice for millions who don't have a voice. Uh, Apart from everything else, that is one of the best reasons I can imagine uh, for doing what we do, for what everybody here at Salem does, and that's to represent those who love America, who love the truth, who believe in family, believe in God, believe in the founding principles, who happen to actually be the majority, but aren't the loudest, aren't the crazies, aren't the blue check mark Twitterati on social media. So uh, um, bravo for what doing what you did and saying what you said. Tell us about your nexus with Dennis. Uh, how did you hear about Dennis? And How on earth did somebody who was, I think, 21 at the time end up being the youngest person to solo substitute a national radio show in America? That was a really fun day, Seb, except that uh, halfway through my first segment, my producer told me in my ear, and this is live radio, as you know, that Governor Cuomo had resigned and that I needed to announce it on air. And I thought, are you kidding? This is my first time guest hosting national radio. I'm 21 years old and this breaking news has to hit. But that's why it's called live radio. And that's that's why it's so much fun. It's like the military. Every plan lasts for as long as first contact with enemy. And that's why what we do is so much fun. So tell us how it all started. Yes. So I was actually a liberal for most of my life. I told you that I um, I'm from Los Angeles and I went to uh, super lefty private schools and then I went to Harvard. And so I was on the left until the summer of 2020. And it was really the Black Lives Matter riots that did it for me and seeing you know, people who I really respect succumbing to this radical racial ideology that the United States is inherently racist and that we have to defund the police, that just really shook me. And I thought, if this is the left, this is not who I am. So I decided to go online and Google, what do conservatives think about police? And there popped up PragerU, and there were several videos. I think Larry Elder's video was the first one I saw about um, policing and From there, I just went down a rabbit hole and I realized, oh, my gosh, I'm a conservative. Who knew? So I ordered all of Dennis Prager's books and specifically his book on. Hang on, um, hang on. All of them? You need a library to order all of Dennis's books. 
<laughs> there were about, I think there were nine of them and I ordered them, but we were, we were in quarantine, Seb. So I had nothing better to do than to read, read, read. <laughs> so, you know, I, I read Dennis's books. I read Barry Goldwater's book, Milton Friedman, Ben Shapiro. I mean, all of the, the classic conservative books you've got to read. And I became super conservative. Anyway, I reached out to Dennis Prager to thank him for his influence on my thinking. Miraculously, he responded to me and invited me to sit, um, and watch an hour of his radio show because we're both in Los Angeles. Hang on, he invited you in studio? In studio, because he said, you mentioned you're from L.A., I do my radio show. All right, hold hold there for a second. I want to hear the full details of the story, but first things first, got to follow this lady. The website is Julie with an E, juliehartman.com. The Instagram channel is Julie R. Hartman, and then the shows are Dennis and Julie, and her own show, Timeless with Julie Hartman, on YouTube. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. If you enjoy our one-on-ones with the real experts, with the real newsmakers, subscribe. Never miss a moment. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka. America First. Leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends because we have a republic to save. Thank you to all of you who've been so kind about the new Dr. G. Yes, it's Mark. 2.0. Thanks to Dr. Ashley Lucas and her amazing team at My PhD Weight Loss. I lost 42 pounds in just a matter of months. First time in 20 years I got to lose that much weight, and it's a system that works. No stupid pills, no starvation diet, no calorie counting, just five meals a day that help you burn the fat. If I can do it, anyone can! Find out for yourself, 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. That's 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. If you have put on a few pounds and you need to lose them, check them out. You won't regret it, myphdweightloss.com. Don't forget, if you uh, haven't followed us on all social media, we are everywhere. We're everywhere, like the FBI and the CIA, except YouTube because they're a bunch of fascists. You can follow us on Truth Social, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Parler, on Getter, on Clout Hub, on Telegram. You can watch us, because we're a TV show as well, on Salem News Channel, and the latest. Check it out for exclusive content, including my new plan for how to really drain the swamp in 2024. It's my Substack, SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my name, one word, Sebastian Gorka. Dot substack dot com. Okay, Julie, so you're invited by my wonderful friend, my rabbi, to just sit in, uh, listen to his show in the studio in the heart of darkness that is Los Angeles. <laughs> what happens next? Well, it was during a commercial break and we were chatting and really hitting it off. And Dennis said to me, you know, Julie, your story of going from liberal to conservative is really interesting. And I think that my viewers might like to hear it. Do you want to come on to my show? And I said, sure. Yeah, we can schedule it for next week. You know, I'm around. And and he looked, I'll never forget. He looked down at his watch and he goes, no, we're actually back from commercial in two minutes. Can you come on now? Yeah, so yeah. I, De- De- Dennis hadn't prepped for that day. I know my sources told me <laughs> he hadn't done any prep. He didn't know what to talk about. And he said, that's a smart lady. She can do the talking. So how did it go? It it went well. It was relatively benign, Seb. I just talked about how much I hated cancel culture. But the real part of the story is that the Dennis Prager show posted that clip on YouTube. And the next day it circulated around uh, many of my peers at Harvard. And the reaction was mixed. I did have a lot of my friends stand by me, but well, I hang did. On, hang on. What is the timing for this? So is this after you graduated or when, when does this... This was the summer between my sophomore and my junior year. So I was right in So, halfway. oh, you hadn't given the speech yet? No, I gave a, that speech as a senior. So this whole transformation wow. happened when I was a sophomore. Wow. Okay, so, so th- this is where I have to jump in because my son just graduated from Stanford. And, you know, the first week he was called a Nazi behind his back because of his last name. Um, he had to deal with the insanity of, you know, wokery for four years. Well, two years, thanks to COVID. So what was it like? Give us what were the ramifications? What were the consequences, the blowback? Uh, if you're still a student, and you're on Dennis's show coming out of the closet as a conservative. What happened at Harvard, Julie? Well, not only was I on Dennis's show and not only did I later guest host for him, but during my senior year, I actually started a podcast with him, which we have now, Dennis and Julie, and we were filming it out of my dorm room. So to say that I was out of the closet is an understatement. But really what happened was 
when that first video came out of my first time being on Dennis's show, I did lose friends and that was very painful. But then as I got more and more public with my conservatism, I actually found that I wasn't canceled as much. And I think there's a reason for that because in the early stages, I was sort of like halfway there. So I still subscribe to the worldview that I could be canceled. But then once I was out in the open, super conservative, you know, going on Dennis's show, guest hosting, having a show with him, people couldn't cancel me because I was so proud and confident in my beliefs. And I no longer fell into that worldview of th that someone could cancel me for my beliefs. Does that make sense? Um, I, I need you to unpack for me, and I know you're a lady of precision, what it means they could not cancel me because they come after Salem, they come after Breitbart, they try and target our advertisers, look what's happened to Mike Lindell. Uh, do you mean in the sense of your spirit couldn't be canceled or was it something more pragmatic than that? Certainly that's true that my spirit couldn't be canceled, but I also found that people at Harvard didn't come up to me and talk to me about it as much as they did in the early days. And, and the reason is I was so confident and out with my beliefs that I actually saw that a lot of them didn't even bother to kind of cancel me or harass me because they knew that I was so far gone in the other direction. So you, you, were, you were written off as a good you, person. Yes, and I think they try to cancel people who sort of teeter the middle line and will capitulate to their yeah, demands. Yeah, the, 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 the ones who are prepared to apologize. They're, 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 that's the big mistake. So I'm curious, for those friends you lost, was there any uh, common tissue to, to those cancellations? Did they say, you're a Nazi, you're a fascist, or what? what was, did, they, did they provide any excuse, or did they just cut the cord and ghost you? Oh, no, they provided an excuse. I mean, the big one was that they didn't so much have a problem with what I was saying, but they had a problem that I aligned myself with Dennis, who historically has been against gay marriage. Uh, guilt yeah. by association. Yes. <laughs> that was the big one. And, and did they give you any opportunity to debate that with you, or they, they just said, okay, that's it, cut the cord? No, they, they did. To their credit, they did, but it wasn't much of a debate. It was just more of them getting mad at me and, you know, refusing to hear my side. And eventually it was sort of a, a mutual ending to, to the friendships because they didn't want to be friends with a bigot. And I didn't want to be friends with a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> Mutual hatred of bigotry, but only one side of that equation uh, is actually bigoted. And that is, of course, the left. The people who recommend segregated, segregated graduations at Ivy League universities today. That's not conservatives. Uh, and remember, here's your, I haven't done this in a long, long time. Here's your PSA for today. The KKK was the armed wing of the Democrat Party, the pro-slavery party was the Democrats, and uh, Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator, was, of course, the first <coughs> Republican president. We're talking to Julie Hartman, host of Timeless with Julie Hartman on YouTube. Also, uh, the joint show with my friend Dennis Prager. It's called Dennis and Julie. You can follow her at Julie R. Hartman on Instagram and also her website, uh, Julie-Hartman. Um, almonds. What is it about almonds? Can you explain that to me? I, I, I didn't watch the video, but I saw some kind of chyron about arguments with Dennis over almonds. Dennis and I have a serious show, but we also infuse a lot of levity both on and off the air. And that's a video of uh, Dennis, uh, a packet of almonds from Dennis's lunchbox. And Dennis is trying to get me to guess how many almonds there are. That's just one of the crazy videos we have. In another one, I'm at Dennis's house and I am playing with Dennis's pet squirrel. Yes, that's right. Dennis Prager has a pet squirrel. And in the video, the squirrel's jumping on me and on Dennis. That's another fun yeah, one. Yeah, it's just clickbait. You guys would just, that's just utter clickbait. As if Otto, <laughs> the most famous dog in America, weren't enough. You hired, you bought, you manufactured an animatronic squirrel. I have, I have no sympathy for the clickbait you are posting. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Uh, guys, if you are America First, how do you prove it? How do tough guys from tough units prove it? They have challenge coins. You suggested it. Yes, you are, dear listeners. We designed it for you. It's got President Trump on one side, our America First logo on the other, and our catchphrase, stay frosty. Get it today at sebgorkastore.com. The hottest selling item, 
jointly designed with the amazing Chris Plant is the FBI T-shirt. It's the classic blue T-shirt with the yellow letters, but this says FBI Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. Get yours today. Tell the feds what you think of them. SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. SebGorkaStore.com. If you're America first, prove it. Check out all the fun stuff. SebGorkaStore.com. My pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, my buddy, the inventor and CEO, wants to give back to my listeners. The Percal bed sheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly $89.98, but now for you, just $39.98 with your listener promo. Order now because when they're good, Gone. They're gone. The Percol sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. It's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-829-8468, promo code Gorka, or just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio list of square, and plug in G-O-R-K-A. That's 1-800-829-8468, or MyPillow.com, code Gorka. If you enjoy America First, support those who make it possible. Great patriots like Mike Lindell, a friend of the president. They're trying to cancel him mercilessly. You heard what the FBI did to him just a few weeks ago. Now he's banned from Walmart. Yes, Walmart have banned his goods. He's sold more than 72 million of the amazing MyPillow that never gets hot, never loses shape. President Trump loves them. My whole team uses them. But he's got 150 plus other items. Check them out at MyPillow.com. Use my name for up to six. 66% off. You can call in your order as well at 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468. Or just go to mypillow.com. But you've got to use that secret code. It's very complicated. It's G-O-R-K-A. All right, Julie. Um, I want to dig deep. I want to find out a little bit more about you. You're, you're, you're a prematurely uh, wise individual. You speak with the precision and the intelligence of somebody more than twice your age. I'm curious, are you an only child? I'm not. I'm actually the youngest of uh, three sisters. That is very weird. That is very weird because I'm an only child and, and, and your maturity kind of smacks of, of that. Um, <laughs> tell me about your background as a, as a liberal. Was that from your, your parents? Uh, where did that come from? Was that just your milieu uh, in, in California? And, and then, uh, well, just start with that. Tell me about your, your genesis as a liberal. Sure. You know, I was sort of a liberal by default. I wasn't particular, particularly, excuse me, politically engaged. Frankly, Seb, my vocation in high school was getting into college. That is what I was obsessed with, what many of my peers were obsessed with. So we weren't really paying attention to politics. But just being in L.A. and, you know, being in, in high school, we just were sort of liberals by osmosis or by default. And it was really when I started to engage politically and learn the actual facts about various subjects, that's when I became a conservative. All right. And then was it really, I want to dig, because usually it's not some crescendo, it's not, not, not a, a, an instant moment. It's the result of some increasing crescendo uh, beyond BLM being the kind of ultimate straw what other things made that conversion take place? Or was it really that sudden that you thought, okay, they're lying to me that, that flipped the switch f for you becoming a conservative? I think it's an astute question because sometimes I call that period of my life, I think I even did on the show, a transformation. But I actually think I was a conservative all along. And that uh, finding Dennis gave me the vocabulary to express it. But I think the main development in my life that made me conservative has to do with my second oldest sister named Gina. She has very severe autism. She's uh, now 30 years old. She's eight years older. And I, growing up, saw her go in and out of government-run group homes. And, Seb, you would not believe the abuse and negligence that occurs in these group homes because they're run by the government. They're poorly supervised. The caretakers are not vetted. They don't have background checks. And people like my sister are quite vulnerable and they cannot say, hey, this person is abusing me. Hey, this person isn't helping me brush my teeth, et cetera. So I think growing up and seeing that government waste was very uh, 
uh, important for my development. And also many of my sister's caretakers, if I'm being honest, um, were black. And although some of them were great, there are others of them that were not so great. And often when we would bring instances of, of abuse and negligence to court, what would happen is that those black caretakers would lie and they would say that my parents, for instance, called them the N-word or that we were racist towards them, which is, of course, not true. And in the court of law, that would exonerate them from all of the charges of ne abuse and negligence that we brought to the court. So I saw the way that this woke racialized system works. And so that life experience, more than anything, I think, informed my my current beliefs. Now, that's fascinating. That That, that is a book you have to write. And then yes, uh, the reaction of your sisters and your parents to, to your transformation or your transition? I'm very lucky. My oldest sister, um, I, again, I have two, one who's autistic, one who's not. My oldest sister is supportive and my parents are supportive. They don't agree with me on everything, but they know my heart and they know, um, you know, how much I care about this. So I'm, I'm very blessed to have a good family behind me. And how's Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> well, there are certain topics that we stay away from, especially <laughs> with the extended family. Let's just put it that way. All right, we're talking to Julie Hartman, uh, the, one of maybe not the newest, uh, but one of the newest additions to the increasing stable of amazing talent that is Salem. Please follow her. Her channel on YouTube is Timeless with Julie Hartman. She has her co-hosted show, Dennis and Julie. And, of course, her Instagram channel is Julie R. Hartman. And the website is Julie-Hartman. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you from just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C., from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans right now, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Yvonne from California. This is Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free, should be reason enough for you to order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com for the paltry sum of $19.95. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. What have you got to lose? Well... Nothing except the pain. Do it today. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know whether you could be the next success story. Call them on 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. As a um, former professor and associate dean of um, national security issues for the Defense Department, <laughs> one thing that stands out for me is your, your dissertation or your, your, uh, the prize you won for your essay on the uh, assassination of Patrice Lumumba. Um, <laughs> not exactly your average essay title. I think most people your age have no idea who Patrice Lumumba is, and they probably think that Patrice Lumumba is a woman or why he was assassinated. Um, I'd love to read it. Please send me. I'll stay on the line after the show. I want to exchange emails, and I want to read that, that, uh, that essay. But first things first, I'm going to use that as a, as a kind of peg to hang this next question on. That is a very impressive 
topic to choose for anyone at any age to write about that because it's seminal to the Cold War and to geopolitics in general. And there's a reason why there's a Patrice Lumumba University in, in Russia. But most people your age, and this is the good news, if they haven't made the transition you've made and they have been indoctrinated, if they think sex is assigned at birth, if they think America is evil and open borders are good and uh, everybody having a Tesla will somehow save the planet, my contention is the following. As the child of those who lived as children under fascism, who were persecuted under communism, my father was arrested, imprisoned, and tortured by a communist regime before he was liberated by, by some freedom fighters, my contention is that people of your generation, and maybe slightly older, whilst they may have been indoctrinated in the schools, in the colleges, that indoctrination is skin deep. It's very superficial. And as such, it's relatively easy to counter if we wish to. It's not a deep indoctrination because, you know, my friend Chris Plant says, have fun with one of these people if you meet them. And, and the first thing you should ask them is, oh, really? You know, Donald Trump and, and Trump voters are fascists. Can you define what fascism is for me? And, and of course, I mean, you know, does not compute and they won't be able to answer you because it is just a, a label. It's just, you know, a, a vituperative, you know, calumny. You've lived it very recently. You've been in the heart of darkness in Harvard. Am I right in saying that your, your, your fellow demographic is indoctrinated, but it's not very deep? Yes, I, I think that's a great observation. You know, what I say is that, sure, there are people who don't get it and they're indoctrinated and they've been brainwashed. But I think the bigger problem in, the, in this country is that there are people who blindfold themselves they don't want to see the truth because it's easier for them personally and professionally to go along with the Democrat party line and ignore all of the egregious miscarriages of justice that we are seeing in this country. We're seeing the suppression of free speech through the Twitter files and these recent files that just came out that the White House was pressuring Facebook to you know, censor content of people who are skeptical about the COVID vaccine. We're seeing the DOJ being weaponized against conservatives, treating Jan Sixers different than BLMers, Merrick Garland going after pro-life people for, for this grave offense of just praying in front of an abortion clinic. You know, we see what goes on every day in, in schools with with uh, people being uh, ridiculed and harassed and silenced for having conservative beliefs. You know, not everyone in this country is stupid. They know what's going on. But as I said, they are blindfolding themselves because it's easier for them to just pretend like this is not going on and to not speak up about it. And that shows a grave character defect. That shows a lot of cowardice. And that's what I was trying to highlight in my senior speech. I was saying we are undermining the very system that we have benefited from with our cowardice. Shame on us. Yeah, so I'm yeah. glad you made that last point because for me it's it's not, you know, a, a willful ignorance. It truly is cowardice because they believe it proffers them some safety. It's like, you know, yes. Di Disney going woke or, you know, Coca-Cola going woke. You know, they, they make those donations to the, the rabid foundations that propagate the leftism in America because it's also an insurance policy. And I think that functions on an individual basis. I want to be safe. I want to make the right noises so nobody comes after me. So it's, it's also a, an act of cowardice, uh, in my opinion. So uh, here's perhaps the most important question for our purposes here. I know you're super busy, but you're part of Salem, so you will come back on this show. I'll talk I'd to Phil. You. And we'll get you back because uh, this is really important for everyone to hear. Give us some assistance, Julie. I'm 52. You're, you're less than half my age. What is most effective? I have my own job to do. I, I keep the base active. I give them hope. That's what I do. I, my job isn't to cross the line and try and bring over other people. Sorry, I'm not good at that. What has worked in your experience with, with people in their 20s to try and at least ignite the spark of of Socratic questioning, what what you you can't pound the Bible, you can't scream at them at being idiots. Is there some tip you can give us 
in terms of how to communicate with these people who have been indoctrinated or have chosen the, the easy path of cowardice? Hmm. Well, it's a question that I constantly ask myself and I'm trying to figure out as I'm, you know, a broadcast host. And one of my biggest goals is to reach uh, that cohort of people. You hinted at it, Seb, right now, but I think we have to meet them where they are. And sometimes I think that we conservatives, it's hard because I don't think that we should shrink away from being hardlined and and being emphatic with, with our views. But sometimes I think that strategy wise, we come a bit too hard at them. You know, I, I liken it to, um, talking to people about religion. And this is said with, with all due respect to Christians. I, you were saying you're a cradle Catholic. I'm a cradle Catholic myself, but sometimes when Christians are trying to proselytize, sometimes it's just a bit too much. It's God is going to save your soul. Jesus is going to, you know, redeem you from your sins. And that's, kind of a, a bombardment for someone who isn't well-versed in the language of religion. That's just kind of too much to swallow. So what I try to do is I try to start small. And I try to say, you know, okay, well, you want to defund the police. Why, why don't we bring it to your neighborhood? Is that what you really want in your neighborhood? Would, do, you, do you, you know, just try to, instead of just going like, so to the top and talking about the steel dossier or talking about, you know, the Twitter files, or I try to sort of start small and meet them where they are. That's an everyday conversation. That's obviously way different, Seb, than being on the radio when, you know, your job is to talk about these news stories. But I would say, um, don't come off super angry and meet, try to meet them where they are. And make it relevant make it. to them, personalize it. Yes, yes, I love personalize it. it. That is the biggest thing. I love it. I love it. There's a reason uh, that Dennis has done with this lady what she's done. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. If you have one of these dastardly devices, okay, tell me it's not linked to the big cell phone providers because they're woke. They're bad guys. However, Patriot Mobile, the only Christian conservative cell phone company in America, has an amazing new deal. They are plugged into all three major networks, and they have a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile is on your side. They have the best 4G, 5G networks. If you want the same great service, but not from a woke company that hates America, make the switch today. You can keep your old number. You'll get free activation if you use Use my name and also uh, special discounts for veterans and first responders. Make the switch. Call 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com slash Gorka. Join the good guys today. Don't, don't fund your enemies with every call you make and with every text you send. That's 972-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A. All right, Julie, let's look at the future. Uh, do you remain an optimist about this nation? I'm really sorry to say it. No, I, it's I'm being brutally honest. And maybe maybe I sh- shouldn't say that aloud. But if we continue down the road that we're going down, no, I'm not. Um What I will say, though, is I'm very encouraged by the messages that I get from young people. And I'm not saying this to flatter myself. I'm saying this to flatter them. When young people watch me, I get a lot of emails from people in college and in high school, and they'll say, Julie, thank you so much for being public. I don't feel like I can say this, but um, I'm so happy that you are. So that does give me some hope. I think there are more people out there than we think who understand what's going on. But unfortunately, they're not the ones in power. And the ones in power are really, really causing the country to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. We we have to remember that uh, you know me in the swamp, you in L.A. We don't live in environments that reflect real America, and it is, it is you know the America between the East and West Coast yes. that really is America. All right. Last question: as a as a former athlete, don't you think if there's one issue that will help us the most to bring America back to sanity, it is the general reaction to the transgender radicals. I would be inclined to agree with you, Seb, but there are so many other issues that seem as obvious as the transgender one that you would think would wake up Americans, but they haven't. You know, I mentioned just a few minutes ago this defund the police movement. People haven't woken up to how corrosive and bad that is. We see just last week, Illinois became the first state, and unfortunately, it's probably not going to be the last state, to completely eliminate cash bail. So... 
I certainly hope so. But again, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm sounding so pessimistic, but I'm just trying to be honest. This is not, by the way, even though I, I do really fear for the state of our country, this is not at all diminishing my will to fight. In fact, it redoubles my motivation to fight because I so badly want it to change course. But uh, I would have to disagree with you there, Seb. I don't think this issue is going to wake people up because all the other issues haven't. Yes, I, I, you know there, there are so many. There's, there's myriad issues that that should have been the the blue touch paper on the firework, but 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 which weren't. But none of those issues actually ingen, uh, endanger young girls. So I, I think that there's that there's that moment where you know a parent goes, "Sorry, what 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 just happened in my state? What what just happened to my 16 year old daughter's hopes of a sporting career being dashed by a, a guy who's got an Adam's apple and a deep voice and who says he's you know." Uh, Francis today. So I still I still think that might be the issue. But this is another reason to continue the discussion. Stay on the line. I, I got to ask you a question. In the meantime, we have been talking to Julie Hartman, discovered by my rabbi, Dennis Prager. You need to be following her. Her podcast on YouTube is Timeless with Julie Hartman. Then they have this other thing with that chat prayer called Dennis and Julie, and she is on Instagram at Julie R. Hartman. The website is Julie-Hartman. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This has been One on One. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up, never give in, and stay frosty. brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... America First with Sebastian Gorka. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol, when I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives. And I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon. And uh, there'll be more detail at that time. The first question now, I forgot. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I hadn't seen the end of that cut. The first question that I forgot. But, but, classified documents, I never forget those. And I take those so seriously. I had no idea, maybe because you thought they may have been on Hunter Biden's laptop instead. Welcome, dear friends. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First from the uh, ReliefFactor.com studios. Wow, wow, wow. That was uh, Joe Biden in Mexico City 
at a press conference where the president, the left-wing president, Obrador of Mexico, said something quite shocking and undiplomatic. Was he trying to get Biden into trouble? We don't know. We'll play it for you uh, momentarily. We have an amazing show for you today. Uh, also want to hear from you because you are the most important part of this program. The number here to sound off on any issue of the day, whether it's Biden files, whether it's the open border, whether it's the incredible news. Guys, you may not trust the GOP. You may think they're a bunch of rhinos apart from the, the 20 patriots. And I want to call them the 20 patriots from now on. But guess what? Do you know what the DOD just did? Even though the good guys don't have the Senate, don't have the White House, the DOD just caved. That pathetic coward, Lloyd Austin, that CRT BLM meat puppet, Mark Milley, the disgrace to the U.S. Army uniform he barely can fit into. Man, if there's somebody who needed PhD weight loss, it's that fat general has caved. They've given up. The vaccine mandate is gone for the U.S. military, including the National Guard. And that's that's because of the events that happened over the last four days of the speakership race and late into Saturday night. Well done. uh, Well done, uh, the good guys, the patriots on the right. Um... He doesn't sound too confident there. Uh, Mr. G, listening to that clip, and and thank you for leaving that last little uh, snippet on there. He didn't sound... I mean, you had a theory here that the left's pushing this thing out to give it a lot of lead time so people forget it for 2024. But he didn't sound too confident there, did he? No, he didn't. He sounded very nervous. The other thing, though, that I think about, it's very eerily similar to... The Biden playbook was basically that first impeachment for Trump. They impeached him for what Biden did on camera. I don't know if the timing works or whatever, but maybe they knew somehow that he was going to get caught with these documents. And this was set up before because it's very similar to exactly what happened in in 2020. So do you think you think that the, the Dems that don't want him to run are trying to set him up for impeachment? No, I think it's more basically the campaign strategy was they knew that they had Biden on tape with that Ukraine, so they impeached Trump for basically what he did. So (sighs) how does Trump come back and say, no, it wasn't me, it was you that did the same thing? And now we're at the same exact point with the documents. Yeah, it's an exact reversal. All right, guys, it's such a superb cut. Before we get to President Obrador thanking Biden for something you just don't thank in public, let's listen again. So let's set it up right. Let's set it up correctly. Six days before the midterm elections in November, a slew of not just, you know, confidential, top secret SCI special compartmented information, the highest level under Q, which is nuclear secrets, a slew of top secret SCI documents pertaining to the Ukraine, to Iran and the United Kingdom were found in a closet in an office space in D.C. that was part of the Penn University's Biden Center. By the way, Penn University having received more than 54 million, I mean, just just that number, $54 million of anonymous donations from communist China. Well, that's interesting. Well, those documents were discovered six days before the election, and we just found out about them two days ago. And this is Biden's response. Play it. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol, when I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, They found some documents in a box, in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turn them over to the archives, and I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. My lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully 
cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon, and uh, there will be more detail at that time. The first question now, I forgot. Yeah, he's in full control of his faculties. Absolutely stunning statement uh, from the man who is currently the incumbent of the White House. At the same stage, we have the Mexican president unbelievably say the following. This is cut eight. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that, we thank you for that, sir. Why would you do that? Why would Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador say that in public? That's so weird. You're the first president. Why did all the other presidents build walls? But you didn't. And I thank you for that because I want millions of Mexicans to leave my country. I mean, that's even weird from the perspective of a Mexican voter, isn't it? That he wants people to leave the country? What kind of head of state does that? Let's get your take. The number is 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. Coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. If you enjoy the show, you can't miss our one-on-one today with the incredible, incredible new podcast partner and guest host for my buddy, Dennis Prager. Don't miss it today. Go to my podcast channel on Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. Never miss a nanosecond. Leave us a five-star review. Share the content with your friends. And don't forget to check out everything that's America First at SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. If you're America First, you need to prove it. SebGorkaStore.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 